The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madeer, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. When you, when you sell yourself out in that journey is where is the fine line. Yeah. And I think that's what I had to learn like maybe last year. Okay. okay. Well, I'm speak, still working on that. I, I work in progress. Work in progress. Well, speaking of last year, and I don't know um, what you went through last year, but let me ask you, has, was it a challenge and is it a challenge that you're still working on, but it's still transformative for you? Completely. And, and I hope I'm working on it forever. Yeah. Because I think that there's no such thing as moving past something. You can, for, you can forgive, but you don't forget. And forgetting is what makes you better. It's the idea of the diamond, right? Yes. It's like a, something gets better the more it's pressured and the more High it's... Pressure. Right, the more it's, it's uh, fine, fine-tuned. And um, so, yeah, I went through... What I realized I went through more than anything was not going through. Mm-hmm. Because what I was doing was, okay, this is not working, moving on. I'm good right. at I'm a good, I'm a good runner. Yeah. But I never sat in enough to feel it. Yeah. And so last year, I let myself feel it, and it felt really shitty. Okay, and then I had to own my part of it, because we're not victims. So what was my part of this? Right. right? So no one does anything to you without your permission. Right. So I had to really look. And three husbands later, I've had financial, you know, physical abuse, emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. I've been through everything. And at the end of the day, I just feel like, how what a blessing it is. To, I can relate to so many people. Right. And show people I still have so much excitement for life and so much enthusiasm right. and everyone can have that. How did you or who helped you to work through all of, all of that pain? It's so difficult to do it on your own. Who, who were your angels in those situations? I, I mean, I would be sitting here like the music being turned off on an Oscar speech if I started to go through all of that <laughs> because I've had such a blessed life. I mean, I have to say my mother and father... Yeah. Of all they went through, they both taught me they're really resourceful piece of people. And I find and resilient, that, it sounds and, like. resilient, resilient. And, and I found that even though I was judging myself so harshly on not being educated, mm-hmm. this idea that you can figure it out is actually more important than anything. Yeah. Like you can have all the education in the world, but if you don't believe that you can figure it out, yeah. good no- yeah, you good won't. Yeah, you won't. Exactly. <laughs> you won't. Exactly. So I think that, that really is what's important. And yeah. both of my parents have always you know, I went through a long period. My father was in jail where I was angry at him. Mm-hmm. You chose heroin. Mm-hmm. You chose this life. Right. And the older I got, I realized that we do choose our poison, yes. but we don't choose it from a, I'm going to, this, this, this is the Intentionally going right. to do it. Right. It's more that we choose to get lost in the pain. Yeah. So when I started feeling, when I really started feeling for the first time, I was excited about that pain because I'd never let myself feel that before. Ah, I just move on, yeah. shake it off, yep. get up, keep it moving. The, the limbs aren't hanging off. I'm good. Yeah. So this is the first time I just I didn't ask. I didn't want anyone's help with that. I wanted to feel it. Okay. But then when I went through this series of people, I think the person who really cracked me open the most is Lauren Zander. Oh. Lauren Han- handles Xander. She's mean. She- <laughs> 
but she, and I needed that. And yeah. she basically said, well, I guess you like this. Wow. <laughs> She's like, because you created this. Like, oh, we all that's manifest. That's such a difficult message. You created it. You brought yeah. it into your life. It's like, no, I didn't. Right. But then yeah. when she started to show me how yeah. we lie to ourselves mm. all the time, even the little things, like until I realized the minutia lies, I couldn't get it. Like, for example, you run into someone you haven't seen since high school. Yeah. You weren't even friends in high school. Right. They're like, let's get together. You say, okay. Yeah. <laughs> then they're texting you and calling you. You're trying to escape it. And deep down, you don't it's want to. It's a lie. To. Yeah. Right? It's like, every, there's so many ways that we lie all the time, and we don't realize the universe has no sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, I want to be a billionaire and have happiness, but then you're literally creating a life where you're never putting your needs first, yes. the, it's, there's a confusion on what you actually want. That's right. What is the real driving belief of yourself? Yeah, what is your and true so intention? My, right, and when I learned that my real driving belief was, I'm not really deserving of anything. Yeah. That's really what it boiled down to. So... With regard to your father or whoever else, have you forgiven? Oh, yes. And what do you think the role of forgiveness is in healing? I think it's, I really don't think that there's any one way to do that. I don't think there's any one way to do anything. And I think the biggest part of my work right now is teaching people to find what they need for themselves. There's nothing more important than your intuition. Yes. I taught my kids that whatever's the feeling inside your first feeling, that's the voice. Ah. And if you could practice it in little things, if you walk down the street and you usually go right, but you feel like going left, go there. Right. If you go to the restaurant and you know that you should be a paleo, keto, vegan, confusing situation, <laughs> but you really want lasagna, yeah, have right. a little bit of lasagna. Let yourself off the hook a little yeah. bit for just living. Yeah. I think no, we're not living anymore. I think we're also taught to ignore that first hit and that, that little voice. That's right. Um, because I know I have a hard time with that. You get this feeling and then you sort of override it with your brain and all the things that you've been taught. And it's, I know it's, it's very challenging. It's scary there. Yeah, it's, it's a that, con. That it's, brain is scary. Yeah, the brain is Drop serious. down in the heart. Okay. So is there a particular mantra that you live by? I do. Yeah. What is it? Wake up every day and find the joy. Because, you know, when you're little, you're taught to get dressed and you're taught to eat. Yes. And you're taught to walk. But no one teaches you how to self-soothe as an adult. Nope. And actually, that's the problem. Like, okay, I wake up, I feel like crap. Well, how do I find a better feeling? No one's teaching you how to find a better feeling. But you can. Yes. And you know where you can find it? Go back to the last time you really felt that way in your own... It's usually, sadly, before you were 12. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. It's really usually before, before you're 12. 12. That sort of sense of free. That's free right. Free happiness. Free happiness. And also, yeah. also even more important than that, Yes. you knew how to find happiness yes. again. You, could, you would do something. That's you know right. what? It's like we had tools. Yeah. I'm going to jump rope. I'm going to ride right. my bike. Right. I'm going to go outside. Yes. I'm going to lie under the stars. Yeah. That's the same thing that does it for us now. We just decided that that's not what we should be doing. Right. But the irony of that is the more you lose that, the more you're not going to achieve your bigger goals. Right. But the more you tap into that excitement and that passion and that joy, then everything happens. Everything it's all right happens. there. I love that. So what are you most grateful for? I know you have many, many reasons. I'm most grateful for my children. I'm really, really blessed. I'm, I'm proud that they chose me. I, yeah. I told my daughter once five years ago, I really like you. You won't understand that till you have kids because I love you, but I actually like you. Oh, right. <laughs> and, and like, does that she, apply for husbands too? Uh huh. Okay. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's a whole other conversation. <laughs> a whole other conversation. Yes. Okay, so your children and five. Five. Wonderful. Congratulations. So you believe in crystals and their ability to affect energy. I what do. was your first experience that turned you on to crystals? I think that my first experience that turned me on to crystals was. Um, being drawn to one. 
I think I, when I, my mother first moved to Haiti and I was, I was catering, mm-hmm. I was living in the Hamptons. I was working at a catering company. I was working every day. And then I, would, I took a second job at this place called Provisions. And I would go at 5 a.m. and make their, their, their <laughs> before it was vegan, their yes. non-dairy muffins and stuff. Yes. And then I would get on my bike and ride 17 miles to Georgica to work part-time at this other. You are a worker bee. But I was like, I'm going to, you know, get whatever. Yeah, you're going to get it done. I'm going to get it done. And I was feeling really, I had a hard summer. I was completely isolated. All my friends were like traveling around the world doing fun things. And I remember going to this bookstore and finding this book by Louise L. Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. Oh, and yes. I read that book cover to cover, cover many times that summer. Yes. And then I started to notice the synchronicities that were happening in my life when I started to just kind of apply some of the simple things she was saying. Mm-hmm. Look in the mirror. Tell yourself you love you. Yes. It's hard to do. It is. Um, and the affirmations sound kind of, again, woo-woo. They sound woo-woo. <laughs> but they were things I'd never said to myself. So finding these moments of, loving on yourself or when you just said the husbands most of the time we have relationship issues it's because whatever the person's doing that we don't like and sit down for this you're not going to like it okay it's because they're only mirroring something we don't like we do no grace we're only mirroring something we don't like in ourselves don't say it i'm sorry it's true it's true (laughs) so i what happened with crystals was I started feeling like a very strange person. I'm saying all these things to people. This is 1987. <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> they thought you lost Under your mind. Under 70, they're like, what's <laughs> happening? I already was a weirdo. I was a, be- a vegetarian at the time. Yes. Nobody was. Right. Um, and just started immersing myself in this experience. And um, I never really got fully into, I'm going to wear moccasins and follow the dead. Got it. But I do, I'm a very aesthetic person. Mm-hmm. I love how I love a great uh, how your home feels. I yes. love, so having these things that were, I felt like they were light bearing. Mm. So holding something that I felt was actually trapping light inside for you to then receive was really how I felt I connected to crystals in the first time. Um, and then that was it. You know, I make the pouches. I don't know if I'm wearing it. Oh, I please make these tell crystal so, pouches. Pl- these pouches, we have to get a picture. They are so beautiful. I well, did go online and I found that they are absolutely stunning. So they hold, it's a pouch for your crystals. Yes, because I was carrying them in my bra and I was traveling oh. a lot. So you know how weird yeah. that might be at TSA yeah. with all yeah. these rocks falling Lady, you out got of your a rock bra. In your bra. Yeah, what? They're very understanding Should at TSA. Should we arrest her? Should yeah, right. we try to date her? Is we this a weapon? What, right? What's going She's on? She's going to kill us. We don't know what's happening. So I was like, so I started just is making this tonight. Right. What is this? And you, th- you should see them. They're like, hold it. They're like, wanding it. Oh, my God. So I just started finally figuring out how do I start to carry these things. I had yes. pouches in my pocket and just yes. trying to figure different things out. And I went to a flea market and I found the old purses from the 30s, yes. the chain mail. The chain started taking purses. pliers and making different ones. Yes. And then I started begging all my friends who make jewelry, can you please help me make a decent one? Yes. So who, friend, makes, who makes so this Jackie one? So Jackie Aish is a Aish. good friend of mine, and so we partnered on these. It's absolutely beautiful. Love, Where I could love. we find it? It is stunning. So it's a, yeah, I'll send you a link, Valer Love. That, we make a gold one that's very expensive because it's handmade. Okay. And then we make a silver, but right now we're in the works to make a cloth version. Oh. So we're using all these, all these different met- metallic threads and things. Yes. Because I really want, I don't like when things are exclusive. Yes. Um, everyone should have their version their of version what of works for them. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to work on getting my gold version because I'm a child of gold. Yes. But it's, yeah. it's absolutely beautiful. So out of Thank practicality, you. you've created something yeah. absolutely radiant and stunning. Thank you. And there are two lengths, and one hits your heart, and one hits oh. your solar plexus. So what is the reminder you need? Sometimes yes. the solar plexus are all about not believing in yourself and yes. not going for your bigger dreams, That's and then your right. heart is that having a hard time connecting to people. Yep. So I, mine, clearly I do the heavy one because yes. I need to remind myself, you know what, you and you, yes. and like love on yourself, connect to yourself, and 
So that's what I'm working on. Perfect. So for the crystal beginner, what one crystal or two crystals would you recommend? For the crystal beginner, for the maybe non-believer who's thinking, oh, let me check this out. I know. Or the, all the people I give them to, and they're like, I love the rock you gave me. <laughs> but that, I'll take that. Yeah, right. Well, if you keep it and you like it, I'll call it whatever you want. Exactly. Um, I would, my, my recommendation for every single thing. Yes. For the, because I love to read and I can yes. recommend a million books. Yes. Is... Go into a place that you connect to the, the where they sell crystals yeah. and feel which one feels right for you. Mm. Because they really it really will be what you need. And you'll be surprised when I tell people that and then they go get a crystal and yeah. then they, they read about it. They're always shocked because yeah. it really is usually the, at the, the properties that they really need to experience. So. so every crystal is for an individual. You yeah. can't just say everyone go out and get amethyst. No, I mean, listen, you could break down what all the properties are and of you course. could definitely go that very, you know... Um, thought way like okay i need a i need um i need a red cornelian because red cornelian is all about manifest whatever yes. the thing is yes but i think the most important is to go feel what you yeah. connect to it's it's you're adopting so you yeah. adopt a puppy you go feel the puppy that's true do i like this puppy do yeah. they like me Are they yeah. you know maybe thing. that's what the people at tsa were doing they were feeling your rocks maybe <laughs> good awesome amazing that that helped oh, them i'm happy goodness. So other than your children, what legacy would you like to create and are you creating? I am. I'm creating the, I am leading the revolution of joy. And I call it a revolution because people don't realize how that is actually a necessity. That we really, we don't see each other right now. This is the first time I, I would say in my adult, in my life that I walk around with a heightened awareness of racism. And it's a really strange feeling. I grew up in hippie Brooklyn, right, with yeah. a bunch of hippie parents, but yet I really feel conscious, yeah. which is gross. I've yeah, never felt that. At 49 years old, I've never felt that, and that's a, been a blessing. Yes. Um, I mean, not to say that the racism has not existed around me, right. but where I really don't know how people feel. I think that's what I'm saying. For the right. first time, I, I'm looking at you, and my I'm like a giant 11-year-old, so I see people, I'm like, hi. Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> but this is the first time in my life where I'm kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, that joy doesn't necessarily get reciprocated, or that openness doesn't get reciprocated. Right. Sometimes it gets blatantly shut down. That's right. I know, it's fascinating. So what I want is I want people to see the beauty inside themselves. Yeah. Because when they see the beauty inside themselves, they see the beauty in other people. And that literally is where leaders come from. Because yeah. we don't have leadership right now. We don't have a lot of local leadership. Even our democratic race is really making me sad because there's it's a little I mean, all over the place. And and how can you have this many candidates? That means you're splitting a vote. There's no strategy. I heard this expression that made me sad, but it's true that Republicans fall in line and Democrats fall in love. Ooh. And unfortunately, we don't really have a lot of room for love right now. We right. need strategy. Yeah. So, you know, the, one of the most beautiful things I ever saw was when Hillary said, I'm going to step down because we're splitting the vote and Barack needs this vote. Mm. My time will come. Yeah. Whether you're, well, I'm not supporting or saying that Barack or Hillary or anyone, but I'm just saying that strategy of po right. politics is missing because yeah. everyone is, you know, <laughs> I don't even yeah. know. It's like <laughs> deflecting or deferring. I or, can, but yeah. no, what can we do? And what's As missing a is the we. Collectively. Right. The we is missing because I don't think people are, are understanding that the I. Yes. Right? The yeah. I yeah. is actually There's in no win. I in team. That's right. Yeah. It's we. Yeah. How do we get what we need? Yeah. And, I, and the kids see it. The kids yeah. see it. We just don't see it. So. That leads me to a question about community. Mm -hmm. You're doing something very exciting with Quilt. Talk to me about community building with Quilt. Yes, I, I've met these, this founder uh, through Jasper and Logan, and I 
I love what they're doing, and they have a platform where they are they're doing. I, I think I'm not. Hopefully, I don't botch this up too much, but they're doing kind of work sharing spaces in people's homes, mm-hmm. and they're doing these gatherings. They call them. What do they call them? Ask and tells, thank you. Ask and tell. And so what you can do is you can say, you know, I want to host one in my house and talk about what I do and people can ask questions and yes. then have the experience of what you're leading. And I, I love that. I love that. Oh, my and friends think I'm crazy. All, They're like, people are coming to your house? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's it's okay. Exactly. So you have had so many successes. You've successfully pivoted. You've done entertaining. You've done music. You've done catering. You've, you've done so many things. Um, What's next on your bucket list? This, we're going to have a hooky world tour. A hooky world tour. <laughs> what is that? A hooky world tour. I wanna, we're going we're gonna to have stadiums, and people are going to stand in stadiums, and they're going to connect to each other. They're going to mm-hmm. feel each other. They're going to look each other's eyes. They're going to sing songs. They're going to get out of their heads. Hold hands. They're going to hold hands. They're going to dance not around. Not be afraid to touch someone. That's right. And not be able to, afraid to touch yourself. Yeah. Like, people do not give themselves enough loving. That's major. I'm always telling people, date yourself first. Oh, my God. Date Take yourself first. on a date. Wear your best nightgown to sleep. Right. Like what? <laughs> right. Drink Wear out the of a champagne glass with your, orange, with your orange juice. Like, love the shit out of yourself. <laughs> I'm if, signing up. Because, listen, you want someone to treat you a certain way. Are you treating yourself that way? That's so important. All my and single friends are like, that. I want a guy that has these, they, they roll a list out. It's like 40 things. And I, start, I always sit back and say, great. Are you all those things? Yeah. Well, when you are, you'll get them. Yeah. And you know, I I firmly believe in that because there was a time when I just said, oh my God, I was so tired of dating and all the BS. And I thought, okay, enough is enough. I'm going to take this time to work on myself and become the kind of person that I would want to date. That's right. So interestingly enough, I did that and took care of itself. I love that. (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll talk about that after. We'll talk about another podcast. But I think, you know, the idea overall is I'm leading experiential change because what people do is when they feel something and it becomes ingrained in who they are so you could tell people and you could teach people but if you get people to feel which is why people love immersive experiences right now why festivals are bigger than one artist concert because people want to be in the experience they want to connect with each other they want to feel and in community so i have an immersive experience i wrote yes i have a game i created yes oh my gosh what's the name of this game it's called what you say what? Yeah, it's so what good. What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? And, I love um, it. Where could we get it? Well, we're ha- we have to we have to we're launching it. We're working. Okay. On okay. It. Yeah. Okay. And Launch coming. Yeah, a podcast called Truth, Myths, and Lies. Oh my goodness! A book. I'm doing all these things, but You're they all lead all. to the same thing. They're yes. really all about what Hooky Day is about. Oh my god! And that's about finding the joy and exploration inside yourself. And what's the name of your podcast? Truth, Myths, and Lies. I love it. I'm excited. I am excited for you. Yes. Well, you'll be on it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I would, I would be honored. Absolutely. Okay. So lot, so you have a lot on your bucket list. Yes. Unbelievable, Grace. I, I can't even imagine how you're going to do this, but I, even though I don't know you well, I have a feeling you're going to do this. I'm going to do this. I know it. So last few questions. What's the most interesting thing you've learned from someone else? The most, ooh, wow. I love these questions. I love it. This is, a, this is I, we, I do this thing every time there's dinner, any meal with anyone, and yes. I ask everyone a question around the table. Yes. And this is a new one. Oh, okay. I'm definitely I've gifted you with one. something I today. I love this. Okay, I'll email it to you. What's, What's the, the most, most significant thing you've learned from someone else? I think that the secret of everything in life mm-hmm. is that what you believe it is. So you can manifest, right? We all talk about manifesting, but as LZ says, what we're mostly doing is manifucking ourselves. Who said that? 
that? Lauren Zander. <laughs> because we really that's a, is that's that. That's a tweet. Because, because what, with the expression, whether you believe you can or believe you can't, yes. That's, that's right. Yes. And so it's when, once you know that, there's no unseeing, no unfeeling that. So I literally makes me change my state because yeah. I can hear myself do it. Yep. I wake up. I'm, I'm gonna, today I'm going to go in this meeting. I had a meeting this morning with uh, this incredible woman Spotify about the podcast and we're yes. talking. Yes. Um, and I'm so excited. And five minutes before the podcast, I stop and I'm like, oh, was she going to get the idea? Because we all have that. That's, <laughs> That's natural. Right. Yeah. So I could live in that. And yes. what, what does that do? It's going to spiral me out. And then I had to talk to me and me. Yeah. Of course she is. Yes. It's an amazing idea. That's right. I it love is. it. She's going to love it. I love it. it. <laughs> and I think that's really the most amazing thing I ever learned is that everything in life is what you believe it is. Yeah. So what's the most interesting thing you've learned about yourself thus far? That I am... Ooh. What's the most interesting thing I've learned about myself? That's another dinner table question. That is... Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, no. I actually ask that one a lot. Oh, okay. In this context... Yes. Um... If I may that that curiosity is uh, is the fountain of youth. Yes, I think that's the most. I think people are always asking me. They're shocked when I say I'm 49, and I think that's professional really opinion. You you don't look it. Well, thank you. Well, from you, professional. I really did. <laughs> Trust me, we, we we have to talk after. Okay, another another um, session. But I think that's what it is. I really am so excited about everything all the yeah. time. Yeah, and I don't think I realized that was a gift. That I, is a gift because I I've had some husbands who are very annoyed about that. Like, I'll go places and people just stop and talk to me all the time. And I give them my full attention because people are interesting. And I literally always get the, really, I was trying to make eye contact. You weren't, like, yes. annoyed by this. Yes. And I just think it's the greatest gift that I have. Good for you. So. You, are, you are very gifted, talented, and highly blessed and highly favored. So if I may offer um, something that I've learned about you in this short time yes, is that you're resilient. You are... Your experience for me, just listening to what you shared, is transformative for me. And I'm getting, you know, like little quivers because it's so, I feel it so deeply. Again, I don't know you very well. I'm honored that you came to spend time with me on this podcast today. But you're a very special person. And you've moved me. And I thank you for that. Well, thank you. That's beautiful. Okay, last two questions. This one is called the Fast Five. I'm going to give you two choices. And you just have to say immediately what comes to mind. Don't even think about it. Just say it, okay? The fast five. The first one, lapis or amethyst? Amethyst. Wow. Singing or dancing? Both. <laughs> okay, I'll let you have both. Beret or turban? Oh, turban all day. I make turbans. Me too. Spring or summer? Summer. Fork or spoon? Spoon. Okay. <laughs> Last question. I always end with this one. What are your... Grace Harry, your top five recommendations for living a graceful, obviously, fabulous and beautiful life. Your top five. My top five, my top one for yes. everyone on the planet is that when you open your eyes, the first thing you have to do is think about what is the most fun, excited, or silly thing you could do for yourself before you talk to anyone or do anything. Okay. That's number one. Okay. Everyone has to do this every day. Okay. And it could be something as small as you just remember a joke someone said, or you roll in your sheets for a good five minutes and just feel how good those sheets feel. Yes. Look at some art that's in your room. Yeah. Or like write a message to something that like just feels juicy or fun or silly and guide your day in a way that's all about enjoying it. That's the first thing. Perfect. I think the second thing is to really take a moment every day to, to appreciate yourself. Mm. Say something really nice to yourself every day. If you're looking for validation outside yourself, you're never going to get it. But as soon as you start to say, 
wow, that was amazing you just did that. Yes. Or at the end of your day, instead of rolling through the, oh, this was hard, or this sucked, or the subway was this, or it was raining. <laughs> Getting all caught up. It was like, I killed it at blah, blah, blah. Yes. And really give yourself that praise. Agreed. You killed it at this podcast. You killed the things. I, I feel it. What's your number three? My number three is enjoy food. Ooh. And I don't mean Amen. enjoy and eat to excess. Right. I think that we all eat past because I am definitely, um, I am an emotional eater. So it's been a long battle and journey with food with me. Mm. And instead of stuffing our faces, what, I, what I've learned is to make food a ritual. Okay. So if you're going to, if you want to eat something and you were like, I'm going to let myself have whatever this is, right? Yes. Don't rush, eat it, devour it and feel guilty about it. Take a small amount of it and luxuriate in it. <laughs> feel it in your mouth. Enjoy it. Think about what a blessing it is that you get to have it. And then you, if you do that, most of the time you don't want to eat the whole thing. True. And then you feel great. Yeah. Because you know what? It's all energy that's and how true. it gets stored in your body. So I think that's a, it's a big miss, especially in this super-sized country we live yeah. in. Mindfulness eating. Mindful eating. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I, I, I stay away from these buzzwords only yes. because it conjures such a specific thing. Yeah. What exactly are we supposed to be doing to like, be mindful? Just eat it like a kid. Yeah. Like, kids have no guilt about what they no, eat. None. They, and they take really some, they enjoy it. it. Yeah, it's true. You see a kid eat gum. We eat gum. We, we worry about our breath. Kids are making <laughs> bubbles. Yeah. They're making a big. They're looking at the color of the gum. They're cracking their gum. They're cracking it. They're combining <laughs> two colors. It's yeah, like right. a science project. <laughs> it's true. Go, like, eat it like a kid. Yeah, it's true. What's your number four besides? Number four is that the world is, is really available for you. And that if you cannot stay in one place, that's precious. You have to see other people in their environment, and not in a tourist way. Like, find one place in the world, go to that place, find a person on the street, <laughs> ask them their favorite local place to eat or their favorite local place to do something. Actually, experience a culture. Yeah. You go to a big fancy resort. Yeah. Get off the resort. Go to a local school. Yeah. See what people are really doing. Impact yes. that community. And I take it a step further, and I make sure I don't leave anywhere without doing something positive. So we, you know, I went to a, a reserve in Tanzania. It was beautiful. Wow. Yes. I made the whole family go to a local school and spend the day with those kids. Play. Wow. Do something. We, I think it was a half a day. Yeah. But leave a gift yes. where you've received a gift. That's true. It's We don't do that. I love that. And, and your number five. Hmm. Enjoy your friends. Very sweet. Tell them something every day. Like pick one person a week and just tell them something you appreciate about them. We all don't do that enough. It's like, you know what? It could be small. Like your laugh makes me happy. Remember in third grade when you gave me that pencil? Yeah. I really appreciate it. It doesn't yeah. have to be big or momentous That's or poetic. True. and yeah. You don't have to be Shakespeare. Yeah. Just, just let someone. <laughs> it doesn't have to be, be a, perfect. It could be a text. Yeah. It could be the next time you see them. But just let someone know how much you appreciate what they've done for you at some point in, the, in, their, in your life and their life. Well, that was indeed a fabulous Fab Five. Thank you so much, Grace, Thank you. again and fun. again. I'm so honored no, to have I'm your honored. presence Thank here. You. And... Um, Thank you, listeners, for listening to Grace Harry on the subject of truth and dare, finding your voice and living your truth and your legacy. If you'd like to live in grace and find grace, please go to rapturegrace.com. Yeah, I think you, you can just, I think the Instagram is easier. At okay. Grace Harry is the easiest way. And At it'll Grace lead Harry you Instagram. To the website. Okay. Yeah. And if you want one of those beautiful pouches, and boy, are they beautiful, go to Voler. Volerlove.com. V O L E R love.com. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab Podcast. Until next time, stay beautiful inside and out. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.